You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live on this beautiful Ash Wednesday morning. We are blessed to have you present with us. And uh, blessed to be, um, you know, sending out this good news from right here at the Abbey of the Hills in Northeast South Dakota. Um, yeah, we've had some really interesting back and forth on, you know, it's, it's Ash Wednesday, and what, what are we going to be doing? What are we? What, what, what's the Lord calling us to do to be um, walking towards holiness during this these 40 days of, of Lent? We also had a great conversation with Sammy Murtha earlier about Lumen Christi missionary work she's doing in Aberdeen, and then a retreat that she's going to be hosting through the Sioux Falls Diocese called Devoted. But we've got a really cool um, person who's interviewing or who's who's up next in our in our in our lineup, whose name is Robin Brueggemann. Am I saying mm-hmm. that pronouncing that last name correctly, sure. Robin? Yeah. Okay. Close good. <laughs> so, and I've never met you before, so I'm excited to, to visit with you a little bit. Teresa has met you before. You guys have some relationship. Yeah, I've I've met Robin a few times in Sioux Falls. So, thanks for being with us, Robin. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, it's fun to be on the radio and get a chat, and it's it's super fun when we get to meet in person eventually at different events, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, living liturgically through Lent with the family, with the family, with the family, and so many of our listeners are part of a family, you know, whether it's yes. parents or whether they're, you know, they're young adults. Um, we've got family. We're blessed with family. It's integral to who we are, the domestic family. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little, a, a little bit Help our listeners know who you are, Robin, and what that means to you. Yeah. So I'm Robin Brueggemann, and I am a convert to the Catholic faith. I converted about 25 years ago, and um, so I've just been trying to learn the Catholic faith, and just um, I've just been falling in love with it on my journey of getting to know more about our faith. I am married to Spike. We have been married for 28 years. We live on the farm he was raised on. We live right on the South Dakota-Iowa border. We have seven uh, really great kiddos. Our youngest is eight, and then our oldest is married and has our first grandbaby. So our children kind of, you know, we've got a range of, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, college, and then some grown kids, too. Um, and then, of course, the grandbaby. And um, so, yeah, I, I am just super passionate about our Catholic faith. I, cause I've fallen in love with it. The more I get to know, the more I love and I just love being able to um, just kind of have this bridge between the church, the church building, but also the church, the Catholic Church, into our home and just kind of bringing that to life within the home and within the family and trying to do it in a fun way. You know, um, our faith can be so fun um, once you just get to know it. And um, so, yeah, we're just really passionate about just bringing that to life within the home. Well... I, I love the fact that we're called to be that bridge and find bridges and invite bridges from to the church, as you said, into our family. Um, I think that's what a lot of our young people are, are hungry for, new ways to do that, new ways to challenge themselves. And, uh, and uh, you have a, a kind of a fun Instagram page that, <laughs> that, that, that does that. So, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, I have an Instagram page, so I have some social media presence, and it's Divine9, so D-I-V-I-N-E, the number nine, Divine9 Living Lit. And um, 
I have taken a little bit of time off, but I'm coming back on again, I think, just to, you know, share some ideas. But um, we just love to kind of share some of our ideas and encourage other families or, you know, even single people or college kids, whoever, you know, wherever anybody is at in the journey, whether they're single, whether they're married, whether they're empty nesters, whether they live in a big family like us or a small family, you can bring um, the church into the home and into your life in so many great creative ways. And so we just love being able to encourage other people to do that as well. And um, so, yeah, we kind of share some of our ideas and some of what it looks like in our family um, to pull that off. Okay, so here, here's me. and, and, and I, We're close. We're close in age, I think. I don't have an eight-year-old, but I, just, I do have two that have just been married here in the last couple of years. Um, but, okay, so how does a person say, you know what, I'm going to wake up today, stretch out a little bit, have some coffee, and I'm going to start an Instagram page? Oh. <laughs> how, how, how do you do that? Or, you know, or why? What's the why you know, behind that? It's always, yeah. the interesting thing is the why. Where, where do you go? Because I, obviously I, I pull in and I know our listeners are pulling in on your enthusiasm and your, your genuine love for the church and, and liturgy. But how does that go from, this is, this is Robin, this is who she is, to, okay, now I'm going to do this Instagram page. <laughs> you know, it's not something I set out to do. Um, and I still... Um, kind of have a love-hate relationship with social media, <laughs> like I think many of us do. You have to be so careful um, to not let it consume you, but um, it wasn't anything I set out to do. Um, I um, go around here and there and do some traveling and speaking on liturgical living and um, family formation within the home, and it was just really people asking me um, when I would be speaking, you know, do you have somewhere we can, you know, kind of see what you're doing and see some of your resources? And I didn't for the longest time. And that's what really kind of pushed me to, um, you know, put it out there a little bit more, um, just because people are always asking. And I am one of those people that I kind of need to see a picture or a resource to kind of get my brain going. I mean, we've gotten so we don't so much anymore just because we've been doing this for so long. But um, So I just want to be able to provide that for people if that's helpful for them to just, just have a picture, just a flash into. This is just a little flash of what it looks like into the life of, you know, doing X, Y, or Z and hopefully encourage people to feel like, oh, you know, I can do that. We could pull that off in the home. It's not so hard. So, yeah, it wasn't anything I set out to do. It was just kind of something that kind of has fallen into my path and... So, yeah. Okay, so I have not been on, on your Instagram page. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming most of our listeners haven't as yet. I'm sure some have. I'm looking across the table for oh, yeah. one right now. I but, follow you. <laughs> so, if I'm on there, if I'm on there recently, let's say within the last two to four weeks, what, what might be a flavor that I'm going to get on family and literature, litur- liturgy? Yeah. Um, well, I will say I have started to do more in the story side. So, you know, if you're familiar with in, um, social media and then there's the stories, you know, where the circle is highlighted with your name or your, your, you know, your account. And so it's more of a, like, not so much a live thing, but it'll just stay up there for 24 hours. And that's been easier for me to pull off than doing videos. So I do have some videos if you go into the archives of, you know, like on Ash Wednesday or how we do the stations or what we do on Ash Wednesday. Um, and I haven't, so I haven't posted quite as much recently. If you look on the tiles, you won't see as much, but you will in the stories. But um, I try to show a little bit of our family while being respectful to our family at the same time because, um, you know, I've got kiddos that are like, don't put my picture out there. Um, but I also want people to know that we're just a real average family. You know, there's 
we're just just a normal family going through life journeying, and so I do like to show a little bit of that. Just uh, I just want a community, you know. I want people to that are also wanting to learn more about the faith and celebrate it to just feel like you know what there's a community of us out there. Yeah. So I'm curious, what kind of? Well, wait, wait, let me even ask this: When did you start this? How long have you been at this? <laughs> Well, like I said, I am a convert to the faith, and it probably wasn't until our oldest was in, like, first grade that I kind of started to really dive into the faith, and um, she was going to receive her first communion that following year, and I kind of went, oh my goodness, I don't know anything about anything, and uh, my husband was raised in a great cradle Catholic home, um, but I personally wanted to be, like, I'm like, what if the kids come to me and I don't know what they're asking, or, so it was just really, I would say, you know, I was kind of into motherhood. I had a first grader was my oldest and littles, and that's kind of when we started really digging into our faith, and um, we started doing different things before living liturgically was even a term, you know, and um, the more we kind of dove into the faith, we learned that there's so many rich, beautiful traditions that have been going on for years and years and years that have kind of fallen away, um, you know, as the busyness of life in the world has grown busier and busier, and so... Um, so yeah, I mean, it's been, I suppose, 15-ish years or so that we just kind of started exploring this new world of living the faith within the home. So, but that wasn't when you started Divine Nine. No, no, no. So Divine Nine started, um, I've spoken at some of the women's conferences here, um, in Sioux Falls with the Sioux Falls Diocese, and, um, they, we had to come up with a name for the diocese said, come up with a name, come up with just like a, you know, whatever, something catchy. And so I just sat down with the family and said, you know, and they were used to me, you know, doing some talking at different events. And so I said, you know, they want us to come up with a name. And um, so I said, now the family, there's nine of us. So there's me and Spike. And then we have seven kiddos. So there's nine of us total in our family before we start adding in the, the in-laws. And um, so the kids said, how about Divine Nine? That rhymes. And there's, you know, I have a story behind it, which would take longer to explain. But anyways, the Living Lit was kind of their idea, because kids nowadays say, oh, that's so lit. That's so cool. (laughs) And so it was our kids that said, you should just shorten Living Liturgically to Living Lit. So as a family, we came up with the Divine Nine Living Lit. So that was probably, I don't know, three or four years ago. And then we've just kind of run with it. So fun. (laughs) I love it. I didn't know they said that, Robin. I mean, I didn't even know that was a term. I thought it was... Well, it meant something very different, and to some people, being lit <laughs> something a little different. To us, lit is just having a good time and good fellowship and um, in a healthy way, of course. So living liturgically, we just shortened it to living lit. So we're going to take a break here in a little bit, but I, 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 I get the sense, you know, as a deacon, when I'm doing homilies and I'm doing some speaking and things like that, you do have to be kind of cautious on how you reveal your life. Yes. Especially with your children and things like that. I've had a few kids look at me crossways. After. So give me an example. Because funny things happen in families. Yeah. And there's such great learning moments. Give me an example of something that you put on, on your, 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 your Instagram page, and you go, you might not have done that if I had thought a little bit more. So but, but, but feed, feed me on that one. That's, yeah, that well, you know, um, it's funny because some people, like might be people that we kind of know and we'll be out and about and someone will say, oh, I saw, you know, they'll say to one of my kids, hey, I saw you on your mom's video doing blah, blah, blah. And they'll right. look at me like, what? <laughs> I, you know, so I have had to be careful. And, you know, I always um, try to, you know, make sure everybody's modest and there's nothing too crazy or goofy or whatever going on. But, um, yeah, there is kind of a fine line of how much we can share 
that is respectful to my kids' needs and respects, and um, but yet wanting to just help the church grow because, you know, if we can just share that, you know, and encourage others and lead others, you know, if, if that will encourage them in their journey to walk closer to the Lord or just have more fun in the faith and bring it to life in their home, um, we just want to be able to do that in a stewardly way. Yeah, in a stewardly way, in an appropriate way, in a joyful way. Joyful way. Yes. But also, like you said, in a fine line way because um, sometimes... You know, little kids are a little bit sensitive when they get into the junior high age and senior high, especially those girls. Oh, my goodness. And, <laughs> and we've got to be respectful of that. We've got to be respectful of that. And yet, at the yeah. same time, there's such good teaching moments as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. It is a fine line, for sure. And I'm not a natural person to want to put myself out there either. But just one of the yeah. things where, you know, we just kind of felt God calling us to, you know, just share some to of share. what we've got going on here. We're talking with Robin Brueggemann, and she and her family, I'll say, she and her family uh, composed an Instagram page called Divine Nine, Living Fit, or Living Lit, Living Lit, and uh, we're kind of in the middle of that. Let's, let's, let's take up a quick break, and we'll be back and visit some more with, with Robin. So, thanks for joining us. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. Yeah, this is Deacon Paul Trinan, and we've got Teresa here that's 
kind of leading the way for me. So thanks for driving all the way up here, Teresa Curley, and helping. Um, this, this wouldn't be happening without her. So she's an integral part of this. But we've got a guest here that we've carried through the break. Robin Brugman, thank you so much for staying with us, Robin. You're welcome. You know, it's a big day in the church today. Okay, it's Lent. We've talked about that throughout this morning. And um, we all kind of agreed during the break is it's just this beautiful time. It's this, it's this opportunistic time. And, and that, 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 that's what I'm, I'm going to be asking, you know, Robin, what, what, you know, when you're talking about activities of literature for your family, give us some examples of what that would look like for kids that are, you know, hey, I've got maybe one-year-olds and three-year-olds and six-year-olds. Mm-hmm. By the way, those mm-hmm. are the ages of my grandchildren. Or okay. eight-year-olds, you know, some of those, you know, pre-junior high kids, mm-hmm. what, what suggestions could you give for folks that you know, could really enhance their Lent and, and, and speak to them? Yeah. Well, um, one of the first things that my eight-year-old, my youngest, is like he's been asking the last couple of weeks, is it almost time to get out the sacrifice bean jar? And that's just a, you can have just a simple jar. You can use a canning jar or vase or whatever, and then we get, we buy some dried beans and have those in a bowl. And, you know, every time somebody does something kind for something else or they, you know, give up some, you know, there's some sort of sacrifice involved whether it's on their own Lenten journey or for others in the home or, you know, maybe they just, you know, said an extra prayer for someone. They get to put a bean into that jar. And then the goal is to fill this jar up, and the kids just love it. I mean, I've done this since my bigs were little. And then what I do is, you know, the goal is to fill up that jar, and then on Easter morning I replace all the beans with jelly beans. And so for younger kids, that's a pretty easy thing to do and, you know, stuff you can easily have around the house or, you know, whatever. Just You don't have to spend anything really to to make that happen. Um, And then the other thing I would say, I mean, um, resurrection eggs, which I'll share eventually on my social media, that has been an awesome way where you teach the um, resurrection story through different symbols in plastic eggs. That's been one of the kids' favorites. Um, But then I would say one of our probably most favorite traditions that we do in the home just because it fits our schedule better is we do stations of the cross at home and um, you know obviously everything is always better in a community if you can attend something at church your church your parish offers it you know absolutely do that but in our case um, it doesn't fit our work schedule as well and so we do stations of the cross every Friday and it wouldn't have to be done on a Friday in the home if you can still attend Friday stations at church but you could still do it in the home a different time but what we do is we do stations every Friday with the family and I tweak it each Friday to look a little different. So one Friday we might, you know, um, maybe we're listening to it on audio. Another Friday we're using, a, you know, some different resource booklets we have. Um, some, another Friday we might pull up different videos with sacred art, you know, walking through the stations. Um, we usually do it by candlelight where we add different, you know, a candle each station we're lighting. And, and then we finish on Good Friday doing the stations and we flip it around to where we have all the station candles lit and then we snuff out one candle with each station and then we end in darkness and then enter into the tomb with Christ. But what I love about stations is there's so many great ways that you can cater it to younger kiddos or middles or grown kids or just as an adult, if it's just you or just you and your spouse at home yet, you can cater it to what speaks to you and what draws you in. Because really, you know, we were talking, you talked earlier, but also on break about walking 
and holiness. That's really what everything's about. And during Lent, it's really just walking with Christ in this love story that He did for us. Like, to just stop and think is really incredible when you stop to think, Jesus Christ died for me. You know, we all think of, okay, He died for us, you know, in general. Yes, He did. But to stop and think, Jesus did that for me. He loved me so much that He... He, was, he gave up his life for me, you know? And so I think when we can personalize that, but then tie that into the whole Lent journey of what Christ did for us. And then doing the stations has just really become a tradition that we enjoy doing in the home. And that also, by doing that, it unites us to our whole church family. It can unite us if we're doing it at home with our loved ones. We can invite friends in if we want, you know, friends and other family. But it unites us to the Holy Catholic Church and the stations that are being prayed throughout the whole world, really. Throughout um, the whole world. Yeah. We're speaking with Robin Brueggemann, and she has an Instagram page that's called Divine Nine Living Lit. We're talking about different things that families can do during this time of Lent. I'm always amazed when, as you're describing this, I'm thinking back on when my kids were younger, and my oldest is 32 now, and uh, youngest is 20, but how they were just laser-focused when we would take them, especially when we were teaching um, um, living stations. And how they yeah. were so... And they would go home, and they'd be almost begging us to do the same thing. I remember <laughs> my, my oldest, when he was like six, he'd dress up the, the next girl. One would be Mary, and one would be... You know, <laughs> how beautiful. Uh, Veronica. And then he'd have his little Bob the Builder underwear on, and he'd be like... <laughs> you know, and, 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 and they're so... Uh, acutely aware of what these things were. I'm going, how yeah. do they remember that? How do they remember this? Yeah. yeah. You know, I think there just is that desire really in each of us that yeah. whether we, um, you know, kind of t- listen to that desire to just draw closer to our Lord or we can ignore it. It's really, and I think I heard you guys talking earlier this morning as a choice, right, that we make. Yeah. Um, I think you were talking about maybe the Ruttons, maybe you'd listen to stuff on Rutten Radio, just the choice, you know, that you have. And, and I think it's the same thing. It's just listening to that desire. Um, and yeah, I just, I just think we all have it, don't we? We all want to be closer mm-hmm. to our Lord. And, and it's, it's so how, how do we make that happen? And in the how doesn't have to be perfect, does it, Robin? Does it no. have to be perfect? No way. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely Good. not. We it, don't do it perfectly. I don't think anybody does. But but what is perfect about it is it's meant for where you're at on your journey. So between mm-hmm. you and God, He has you where He wants you at that moment. But we don't have, you know, the way we live it isn't perfectly. We're just trying the best we can. Someone, I was on um, with Dr. Chris Bergwald on Ignition this week, and um, he said the word practitioner. <laughs> And I thought that was great. We're all practicing. We're all practitioners, right? We're all practicing and just doing our best with where we're at, with what we have. But if we keep our eyes on Christ and that walk in holiness, just desiring that, just keeping our eyes fixed on Him, that's the best we can do. One of the, as again, I'm thinking back of this, this kids, we have to videotape one of the stations or when they were doing this little living stations in our house because they did this. I mean, Aww. they did this multiple times a day. Oh, and, that is and, so and precious. It is. It's just so precious. You're saying as a mom. But during the video, one of the girls does something wrong and actually hits my son in the gut, <laughs> probably on purpose. And well, the whole he thing, being Jesus? If he yeah, was he's Jesus, being Jesus. He was in he's full being, acting mode. <laughs> but she I mean, was, Jesus laugh. is never hit in the gut. But, well, it's true. And it all devolves. Yeah, it all devolves into this big fight where they're running into the other room, and it's still oh. beautiful. It's still yeah, beautiful yeah. because they're yeah. celebrating oh, a, the church. And, yeah, 
That is that is awesome. I mean, just listening to you here say that. I mean, that's what it's about. You you guys were doing that in your season of life and bringing the church into the home. It's oh, that's, I just love it to hear things like that. So, do you have anything else, again, as we think about this, any additional learning or praying that you'd recommend in the last couple of minutes here that we've got together? You know, I think um, the biggest thing, and this would apply to all ages, you know, from grown-up adults to down to littles, is just really, I think, engaging in the daily Mass readings, Mm. uh, because that really, really is such... It's just the best way, I think, to live liturgically and just bridge, you know, going to Mass. Daily Mass is awesome if you can do that, but it's not possible for everybody to do. So just reading the daily readings together um, really, really just brings that life of the Church into the home, and especially, you know, it's all through the year, but especially during Lent. The readings will just naturally draw you in to the Lenten journey, and um, I just think, yeah, and kids can listen to that, too. You know, at any age, it's something they can sit and listen to, and and God speaks through Scripture. And um, that's all you need to do, you know, read the readings um, for Mass and let God do the rest. Yeah, and let let it lead to stories, I think. There's always stories. Kids are, we were talking about at our men's group this morning, that man and you, we were talking about one of the guys is, you know, he goes, I'm turning off the, the media they don't need mm-hmm. that. And then they want me to tell stories. They want me to tell stories. They want to be entertained. They want to, mm-hmm. they want to learn. They're just sieves. And uh, they're going to learn on, in front of a video, or they're going to learn from you know, stories from Dad when he was young. Yeah. And, they're uh, formed by whatever they're seeing uh, and hearing, so we might as well try and put good stuff in front of them. The key there is formed. How are we going to, how are we going to help form them? We're formation directors, right? We're formation directors of these guys, and what a privilege to do that! What a privilege! And that just reminded me too that real quick that theformed.org is such an incredible resource resource for Lent as well. Prayers, books, videos, movies that can really enrich your Lent as well. Okay, so the name of the Instagram page, folks, is Divine Nine Living Lit. Living yes. lit, and, and that means something other than literature. <laughs> it means it means having fun, having having a blast, and 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 keeping it real. And and it's 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 the adventure of a family, really. It's the adventure of a yeah. family. So, Robin Brueggemann, thank you so much for the work that you do out there. I'm excited to get you up here to the Abbey one of these days, and and I hope you bring along that husband Spike when you guys get up here. So, oh yeah. We would deli- love to come up and visit you up there. It's been a delight visiting with you. Uh, likewise. Thank you so much, uh, and yep. have a blessed Lent. Have a blessed nice Lent you as well. Too. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking with Jan Fetrell and Emily Leadham, um, and they're going to be talking about an event that's coming up in Sioux Falls in just a few short weeks, so stay with us over the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 